first piece, then proceed. The task at hand will get done naturally and on time. This has been my mantra as I have gone through the last month and a half. First we had the fires, then homeschool started, and now we're in the last month of our home build. Chaos is reigning, and I find less time to take care of myself, and I find I am more inclined to criticize myself and be my own worst critic instead of my own best friend. And I needed the reminder to center myself and find peace first. I hope you enjoy today's podcast. Thanks, friends. Hello, dear friends. I am actually coming to you from my bed, my cozy bed with my cozy flannel sheets, because I... I'm inspired right now at this very moment and wanted to catch it while I can. Life has been so crazy and full with school starting at home, school starting, and um, I just haven't caught a routine yet uh, for taking the time that I need to be healthy. And as many of you know, that part of that is doing these little blips from me to you all. It is part of my health journey. Um, but yeah, I've been still doing a lot of work and I actually just read in one of my favorite, uh, little devotional books. I think you can call that, or it's like a daily meditation book. Um, it's called the language of letting go, uh, daily meditations on codependency by Melody Beattie. And um, I feel like uh, for me, it is very much a devotional um, and very spiritual practice because at least for me, as I read this book, because I just get so much insight from it. And actually, I'm going to read the entry for October 15th, which it is actually the 19th today. And I got a little behind and I almost just skipped right up to 19 and to stay on track. But I don't know. I saw the title, Let Go of Chaos, Letting Go of Chaos, and I decided, eh, I think I need to read that. So I did. And oh my gosh, what a nugget. And I just felt like, no, this is moving me. I I need to share this. I need to share this. So and process it even. Um, so we're like at the very end of our house building process. It's now all just the finish work. Carpet should be coming this week. Paint on the 26th, all the finish work after that. We should close on the 20th of November, which is right before Thanksgiving. So things right now are really crazy. And Joel has been doing tons and tons of work at the farm, sometimes staying up you know, all night long, a couple times to get stuff done, multiple times staying up till well past midnight, well, well past midnight to get work done. And it's, you know, we've been helping Saturdays and Sundays, the boys and I, and it's just been crazy and full. And we know it's for a short time, but it's been chaos. And some of it I haven't always 
uh, I don't know what the word is, appreciated or agreed with, or I don't know if approved of is the right word, but I don't know that all of it is necessary, the chaos part. And I've been struggling with that. Um, and so I think that's why this title, letting go of chaos, uh, captivated me, <laughs> but here is what it says. <clears throat> no good work comes from unrest. Unrest, fear, anger, or sadness may motivate us. These feelings are sometimes intended to compel action, but our best work emerges after these feelings have been replaced by peace. We will not accomplish our task any sooner or any better by performing it out of a sense of urgency, fear, anger, or sadness. Let go of unrest. Let peace fill the void. We do not have to forfeit our power, our God-given personal power, or peace to do the work as we are called upon to do today. We will be given all the power we need to do what we are meant to do when it is time. Let peace come first, then proceed. The task will get done naturally and on time. Today, I will get peaceful first and let my work and life emerge from that base. Wow. That's a powerful message for me. <laughs> and it's actually, I mean, so incredibly relevant for me right now in so many ways. But this idea of get peaceful first and then let my work and life emerge from that base is really what I, I think it's summing up what I was trying to do this summer after the COVID shutdown, you know, summer and spring, um, after the COVID shutdown happened and I had my little like emotional breakdown on the first day of COVID, I really was trying to do the peaceful thing first and let, let life come from that. And this says it so beautifully, I will get peaceful first and let my work and life emerge from that base. Yes. Yes. And I've been having a hard time getting back to that with school starting. And I actually, before I even read this, had got my, my workout clothes, uh, just walking clothes out and put them out so that they're already there for me and I can just get up and I can go for a walk in the morning, which is going to be so hard to do when it is cold and dark and wet. But I need that. I need that. I need to be outside, breathing the fresh air, walking. Um, I in so many ways, I need it to order my mind and I need it to help my body detox. And um, I know this, it's just, I, it's so much easier to do that kind of work when it is sunny and warm and gorgeous out. <laughs> and I knew this was going to be a problem for me this time of year. I knew it was, it was going to be hard to sustain that because also, um, you know, my boys have school and they have things they need to do and I need to get them going on. And I just don't have the leisure that I had before to get up at 730, go for a walk, get back at, 
you know, 9.30, sit on the porch, do my quiet time, do my processing time, and then, you know, 10.30, 11 o'clock, having already taken a shower, finally get life going. Like, that's not, it's not really possible right now. But I've got to figure out how, because that's what gets, that's the peaceful first part. And then my, the rest of my life can emerge from that. But then even on top of that, I've been really struggling and stressed about, about like, what am I going to do for myself that will create my own income? This has become something that is increasingly more important to me, that I have something, some kind of outlet that is my own, that I am bringing in some financial um, revenue that I can choose and decide what to do with all on my own. I can choose to save it. I can choose to tr put money toward um, extra medical things like uh, I know how massage helps me quite a bit and I would love to get a massage once a week, but you know, my insurance doesn't pay for that. They pay for six a year. You know, but I would love to be able to have my own money to be able to put toward that and not feel like I'm draining or sucking the family's vital, you know, finances. <clears throat> so, and I just want to be able to have my own money to put away, to be able to take care of myself later um, and know that I can if I really, really needed to. And so this has been stressing me because one of my biggest faults in personality is that I love to do so many different things. I love to teach. I love to create. I love to, to talk and um, public speak. And I love to um, create new things and write. And I, um, I mean, I've got so many business ideas in my head that I can't even, I, I mean, I could, I could talk to you for hours about the ideas that I have. So I struggle to settle on one, partly out of fear that, oh, what if I get started? Because I have a little bit of ADD, ADHD in there. Like, what if I get started on one and then I get tired of it and distracted and I no longer want to do it? Then what? you know, then I'm stuck. Or what if I really just don't even have the ability because I can be so ADHD like in that way? Um, what if I just don't even have the ability to actually sustain something? You know, what if it's just who I am and my personality and, you know, I'm just always going to kind of do stuff halfway and never finish a project out and never actually really make any good money, just spend a lot of money kind of halfway getting there. Um, and so that fear can keep me from even starting. Um, but there's this desire in me to have something to contribute to this world and to my family and to myself. And sometimes I, I'm a very afraid that I will never find that. I will never find that thing that could be really, truly fulfilling for me. And that is sad and disappointing. And so this part in here um, that says we will be given all the power we need to do what we are meant to do when it is time. And this is actually something that I have kind of been, uh, I think it's putting words to some feelings that I've been having lately around this subject, where it's like, 
no, I know there's got to be something out there for me. There's got to be something that will fit who I am perfectly. And I will be able to sustain and keep doing. There's got to be. Even if, you know, I do something for five years and it's successful and I stop and I do something else for five years and it's successful. You know, as long as I can get to the point fairly quickly of the successful part and not just spending a whole lot of money, um, you know, to get something started, but not actually finish it. Like, I'm okay with that. Um, and I, I, I've just been really recently just have this thought that no, there is something and I can rest in the peace of knowing that it's out there and my higher power, you know, God will show me this when it's time. It just might not be time yet. And this idea that um, 12 steppers talk a lot about of, you know, you, everything that happens to you is in perfect timing. And it's exactly what should be happening to you at that time. Like it is what you needed for whatever reason to teach you whatever lessons you needed at that time. You have not missed out on anything, right? Like, no, because nothing else was supposed to happen to you besides what is happening to you right now and what has happened to you in the past. All of it has been contrived in this beautiful, you know, um, picture, um, song of life for you. And it wasn't ever going to be anything different. And that actually reminds me of something my sister um, said when she lost her son at eight, when he was eight years old, um, that she at some point in time came to a, a place of peace when she felt like God had said to her about him, like she was feeling like, he has, you know, he's missing all of the rest of his life. He, um, this is actually going to make me cry, you know, that he, all the rest of his life, he, he was missing. Um, and she said, God said to her, no, he lived the life he was supposed to live. That's all he, that's all the life he was ever going to have. And he lived it. He lived all of it. And that, that gave her a lot of peace, which I am so incredibly grateful for. But I also just am realizing or understanding that more, that concept more of the life that we are living is the life we're supposed to be living no matter where we're at or what we're doing. It is what we're supposed to be doing or it is what we were supposed to have done to bring us to the point we are at right now or to bring us to the point we will be at in the future. And so we can rest assured we haven't missed anything. We haven't missed out on anything. And we can trust that God will uh, give us the power to do what we need to do when we're meant to do it when it's time. <laughs> and yeah, that this, this thought is so comforting to me.
toe. I'm going to linger on the first part of this a paragraph that said, no good work comes from unrest. So friends, rest up. If you want to do good work, you must first rest up, then proceed. hope you enjoyed today's podcast of From Kristen with Love. Peace first, my friends. We'll see you next time.